This week, join us as we discuss sustainable crafting and making the most out of our dollars with our crafting. So it's time to lock the bathroom door, pour a glass of wine, and take a deep breath. Welcome to the 80s Mom Podcast. Good evening, ladies. How was your week? Long. Pretty much. Nice and quiet and calm for me. Quiet and calm. You call a two-hour car drive in the cold, calm. (laughs) It was quiet and calm. (laughs) It just wasn't warm. (laughs) It was just like lukewarm, and I was like, oh my god, what the hell? Oh, kill me (laughs) now. Tomorrow, we have a snowstorm. My parents' car is going out in the driveway. I'm pulling my escape in the garage, and I'm going to see if I can figure out what the hell is going on. Oh, man, I do not envy you that job. That's what I have a husband for. I mean, yes, I know you also have a husband. (laughs) He just, he's not with you right now. Six hours away, so yeah, no. Yeah, that sucks. (laughs) I did the first performance of my new piece last night, which was incredibly stressful. And was told that it went well because I was too occupied not messing up to pay attention to what other people, how other people were reacting. So that is the downside of doing performance on Zoom is you don't, you cannot feel a room because it is not natural. So there wasn't a response either because mic drop or because crap. I'm unsure which. (laughs) I was told it was a mic drop. And I trust this person's opinion. (laughs) I just wish there had been a bigger response because hearing thank you, Tally, is nice but unhelpful. So this week, let's talk about sustainable crafting. I am very guilty of not doing this. Very very guilty. I also need to move my You're mic. You're the one who recycles bed sheets. Oh, oh, well, yes, yes, I do, in fact, recycle bed sheets for mock-up dresses. I forgot about that. Well, that would be sustainable. Yeah. It's more sustainable. I guess it depends on what I do with the bed sheet afterwards. <laughs> I, I think the most sustainable I've been was we took my mother's wedding dress and turned it into a christening gown for little man. Oh, that's oh, awesome. I also, love those. also sad that you took apart your mother's wedding dress for that. <laughs> I mean, that's just a personal thing. Like, oh no. A date of my wedding dress for every baby that's gonna get. Aww. My uh, my wedding thing. dress gets reused as uh. Medieval reenactment garb. It's at least semi-period. Well, there you go. Yep. But other than bed sheets, like, I don't reuse a lot of yarn. Now, if somebody is giving away yarn, I am not known to decline yarn, depending on what it is. Which is part of what gets me in so I had an trouble. old lady. <laughs> One of the woman that I worked with, her grandmother passed away, and she's like, I know you craft. And she's got, like, six garbage bags of yarn. I'm like, I'll take it. <gasps> and she oh. was telling me to go through it, and I'm like, 
It's like, I'll, I'll just take it. So she brought me six garbage bags over six different days at work. And I brought it home and went through and took out what I wanted. And then I went to my sewing or my stitching group on the weekend. It was like, take the yarn, ladies. <laughs> wow. I have, yarn. I have two repositories for when I have too much yarn. Cecily is one. <laughs> and my aunt is the other one because I buy high quality yarn. And if I decide I'm not going to use this yarn, I don't donate it. I, well, I do not donate it to Goodwill. I'm like, hey, Cecily, would you like yarn? I have a lot and of I'm yarn. Like, oh, why, yes, absolutely. And this happens about every I'm two not years. A I'm, I'm not a yarn snob, but when we, we moved out of our apartment and I knew all my stuff was going to go into storage, I went through and just kept maybe a dozen skeins. And I took the rest, threw it in a garbage bag and took it to Goodwill because I was just like not going to see my stitching people so they and I I use like the cheap red heart yarn so I'm just like whatever <laughs> Salvation Army is a great place for yarn sometimes the look on my face was priceless y'all like the oh hell no look on my face was great I can't use red heart <laughs> because I have eczema on the backs of my hands which makes me a natural micrometer for yarn and if it is acrylic and it is rough in any kind of way I cannot use it I also have the same problem with some wool fish lions brand fisherman's wool breaks me out in hives oh Jason has one scarf made out of it I will never make another one my arm was as red as the shirt I am wearing which trust me is red it's purple but you know it was from where my the Aww. yarn was held in my fingers all the way down to my elbow. Ooh. Wow. There's something with their chemical process, because it's not lanolin. I used lanolin when I was nursing, and I'm not allergic to lanolin. So it's some chemical in that processing, and apparently I'm not the only person who has that problem. But yeah, so I have to be... The cheapest yarn I will buy is Karen Simply Soft. That's nice. But that is some good stuff. It's it's fairly good for cheap yarn. I mean, $5 a skein may not be cheap to some people, but to me it is cheap yarn. Says the person who spent $150 at a closing local yarn store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But I, don't, I make sure that, you know, yarn doesn't typically go in the trash around here. It usually just goes to somebody else. Like, here, have some yarn. Yes. How do you recycle so stuff, it's the nice thing to do. Oh, go for it, Letty. I'm sorry. I'm just saying it's the nice thing to do. You know that fellow crafters are always looking for stuff, so if you can't use it, there's somebody out there who can. Right? Always. That happens a lot in the Society for Creative Anachronism as well. Like, newcomers always get everything the older people were given and so we all have very similar looking households that are full of things that we may use but don't have room for i have so much hand-thrown pottery now it's not even funny and i've bought like one piece of it wow 
that's just kind of how that works. You get garb the same way, although there's also like loner garb, which I have some because after our last event, we had quarantine. So it's just sitting in my closet. Oh. What am I supposed to do? I mean, trying to think of other ways. I have a couple of sweaters from my Baroness that she gave me that are Angora so that I can um, make non-sweaters out of them. So you pull them apart and you pull the string out and you turn them into yarn balls. Nice. Yep, so I have Angora yarn that is still currently sweaters. And they were commercially bought, so I'm starting to wonder if they have seams, but I haven't looked at them in like three years. Because it's a process to turn sweaters into yarn, which you can do, and you can get some nice ones at Goodwill. You just buy the sweaters, and then you, you know, you do a little snip, and then you start pulling. And as long as you kind of know what you're doing, it's not like it's super hard. But, um, at least in my understanding, if there are seams, it is going to be a pain. But, like, she gave them to me, and I meant to do it, but it's one of those things, like, I want the yarn, but I don't want to frog the sweater. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing worse than frogging something that's really, really big. Yeah. But that is a good way to do sustainable crafting. Go to your local Goodwill and buy knitted sweaters. And then yeah. proceed to turn them back into yarn. <laughs> I never thought of that. That's a that's a good idea. I cannot claim I came up with that one. I read it on a blog somewhere many, 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 many years ago, and I don't remember where. So I am not going to be helpful with telling you where to find that information. But if you look at reusing sweaters into yarn, I'm sure you can find something. Sure, I will add it. Interesting. Interesting Google. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I've read that multiple places. Yeah, I know I'm not the per I am not the only person to come up with that idea. And I didn't even come up with it. Like I said, I read it somewhere. I put in the resource notes for today to look that up for you all and give you a link for it. So hopefully we will have one for you. Unlike the blog posts that I'm supposed to do and have been far too distracted. I am so sorry, y'all. I've been prepping for this performance, and the dress rehearsal was yesterday, and the actual one is on Friday, and I am super, super stressed out, and I haven't had time to even contemplate blog posting. Well, trust me, everyone understands. Yeah. It is on my list. It is high on my list. <laughs> it's just still on the list. I saw the notes the other day and I was like, oh no. At least it's on the list. It's on the list. I have things that have been on on my list for months. I occasionally have that happen too. I'm hoping not, that this won't be one of those. But I also the have to... Are nice. I also have to go through and figure out how much we spent on Viking and Weaver this year and how much we made... Because we're filing taxes for it this year because we did such a large outlay in hopes of having in-person events that we didn't have. So we outlaid about $1,200. Oh. And we made about three. Oh. Oh. But the upside is 
if my grandma, who used to be a tax accountant, remembers things correctly, we can take that 1200 against Jason's income. As long as I have all the information for what we bought and why, and tracking of my inventory. So, and there's yeah. something about if you're not turning a profit, you, you... have five years to turn a profit, or you just go back to being a yeah. hobby business. Yes, I know you can you can collect a loss for so long, but not quite sure all the rules. Yeah. That's why we have accountants. That's why I pay a CPA. Although she may not be thrilled with me. Um anyway, <laughs> back on topic. Sorry guys. Sustainable crafting. What do you do, Cecily? Um, I have discovered that depending on the cut of fabric one piece of clothing can fit several different body types just in different ways and when b was like five or six one thing that fit her really well was size eight and ten um girls tops because for some reason there were these tops that were really popular or had been really popular at some point that had like elastic sharing across the top and then a long flowy part. Yeah. Well, on B, yeah, on B, that was a sheared bodice and ankle-length skirt. Oh, that makes and sense. And it fit perfectly. And she had so many mm -hmm. dresses like that. And I've taken t-shirts that looked really cool but were the wrong size and cut out the design put it on a t-shirt that fit and it drives Brian nuts, but any shirt that's being discarded for holes or whatever gets cut up for wash rags. Well, duh. You love that. <laughs> that's just that's sustainable housekeeping. Not that I do that. I have some linen scraps that I should probably do that with that are floating around. Because I've been working on two dresses, which is our topic for next week, slow versus fast. Slow versus fast fashion. Try saying that three times fast. Uh, slow versus fast fashion. Slow versus fast fashion. You're not slow saying it particularly fast. I'm saying it slowly. <laughs> yeah. Slow versus fast fashion. Um, I tend to take Xandria's dresses when they get too small because my child is like a twig for reasons <laughs> that defy physics with the amount of food this child eats. Um, so she has, according to my knit and crochet patterns, the waist size of an 18-month-old. Oh my goodness. So she outgrows I things. I see that lengthwise far quicker than she outgrows things widthwise. She hasn't outgrown anything widthwise that I can think of in a while. Um, and this child has like four hollow legs somewhere. She eats a lot. <laughs> I am not starving this child. She's just a skinny kid. Um, unlike her mommy, but mommy is getting skinnier. Um, so what I do is they become shirts because once you go above the knee, you are too short for me. As we've discussed before. 
So we just put leggings under those and they're still completely usable as long as they fit who cares she wears them in the winter she wears them in the summer i don't care if they're sleeveless you just check a long sleeve shirt under it t-shirts that are too small are fun to add skirts to <laughs> she doesn't wear a ton of t-shirts but her oma goes out twice a year and buys her clothes at um the resale store so and I buy her stuff on, I just got two new dresses for her, slash, you know, put leggings under them. Um, they're extra small, so they're four fives is what she's in now. Oh my and god, that's what my little guy's wearing at two and a half, is a four five. She's just tiny. Wow. <laughs> Zandria has all, Zandria and B are only like six inches or less different. <laughs> they wear the same clothes. Yeah, B can still wear sixes. Yeah. She turned nine today. Happy birthday Aww. to B! Happy birthday! <laughs> I missed her birthday. Oh man, tell her I'm sorry. I should have... I We were in town this week, but I didn't say anything. Oh, it's okay. I we will get together again. Yes. I was I was visiting my grandma. Because Andrea had stated she missed her grandma and her opa and wanted to go see Aww. them. She wanted to see her turtle as well. The turtle was not feeling well. So we um, just saw grandma, but I was only up there for about six hours. So it wasn't like tell B we love her and miss her and I will think of something for her birthday. I can't believe I missed her birthday. That makes <laughs> me sad. God, well, nine. what does Andrea want for her birthday? Oh, that's true. That is coming up. Oh, God. Because hers is in, what, two weeks? Uh, or is it end of February? No, 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 no. It's it's the 11th. It is one... Hold on. I, my brain still isn't functioning very well. It is... On a Thursday. It is... Two weeks from Thursday? Yeah. It's the second week of February. I do not know. We will talk about that offline and figure out Alrighty. something, because I'm not going to be able to brain what in the world. I don't know what I'm doing for my daughter's birthday. Not a whole lot, I think. Can't, like, have a birthday party. Yay, quarantine. But anyway, so... Oh, oh, B got experiences for her birthday party. Oh! She spent the day baking with a friend of ours who's a really good baker, and they make cocoa bombs and stuff. Oh, that's oh, so fine. cool. I love experiences. We have talked about this before, but this is before we were the holy trinity of parenting, of motherhood. <laughs> um, that experiences are way better than gifts. Oh, God, yes. Absolutely. Oma and Opa are taking Xandria for a whole day the day before her birthday. Which, cool. honestly, to me, seems more like a birthday present to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the day that I lost in labor all day, I get to sleep 
Well, actually, I get to clean the house, but, you know, it's not like it's different any other day. So, we are slowly turning this into the sustainability household, but I think that's completely okay. Wash rags are great. Cutting up old towels for wash rags, I think, would work well, too, although we don't go through towels very quickly. I mean, even if you're at, like, Goodwill and you find some of love it like when you find an old towel that's like super duper soft yeah mm -hmm. oh they're my I favorite i haven't been in a goodwill in forever but i've had you know like 20 yards of linen sitting around waiting to be sewn so it's not like i'm gonna go buy goodwill clothes when i can make some clothes out of what i have in the house i usually just take old fast fashion stuff and make it into something else. That's sustainable. And then it gets worn again. Yep. I don't do any... I donate Zandria's clothes a couple times a year whenever she's like... Whenever I am positive she is in a different clothing size bracket, I take out everything below that. Mostly because it starts getting annoying when your child has three inches of leg showing beneath their pants. Yeah, that's a little much. Even though the pants still fit because the child is very skinny. <laughs> well, then they're capris. Well, she wears mostly <laughs> leggings, so leggings don't look right when they're capris. <laughs> I think there are capri leggings. Is that they're athleisure? Like, those are yoga leggings, then. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Just what I need enablers. Yes, in you do need enablers. enablers. Here we are. There you are. You're welcome. <laughs> and we are everybody <laughs> else's enablers, right? Yes. It depends on what we're talking about, but yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, never give out a blanket enabling statement. Oh, what else do we do for sustainability? I have heard of people using uh, yarn scraps to stuff stuffed animals, but I have personally never had luck with anything other than fresh fiber fill. If it's not fresh fiber fill, it doesn't work for me. I tried to recycle um, old like scraps of cloth as stuffing. And first off, it takes a really long time to cut it all up really tiny. And then it's really just not soft. No. So it's a lot of work for something that's not all that soft stuffed. I think I did it once and never did it again. I mean, I'm also of the school where DMC floss, which we've talked about, is concerned that, like, DMC is cheap. <laughs> so, finish your line, cut it, and toss it. <laughs> What's DMC? Embroidery floss. Ah. Uh... Sorry, I bought myself gluten-free cookies. I'm sitting here eating them. I'm a horrible person. Cookies are yummy. I need a snack. <laughs> that's what okay. make people happy 
Yes. This week, the little man would get hangry. I was like, here, have a snack. Because it's like the Snickers commercials. You're not yourself when you're hungry. Yep. Double chocolate brownie cookies. These are some mm. of the best cookies. Ooh. I mean, I'm sure for you guys, they would taste like crap. But I've been gluten-free for so long that these are good cookies. I don't think anything labeled chocolate brownie could taste like crap. It might not be a great brownie, but it's still chocolate brownie. These are gluten wheat. These are gluten wheat, peanut, tree nut, dairy, casein, soy, egg, sesame, sulfite, lupin, mustard, fish, shellfish, and crustacean free. Well, a lot of I would hope they would be mustard and shellfish free. They're chocolate brownies. Well, they're, they're chocolate brownie cookies, but yeah. Okay. They're also really bad for you. Two cookies <laughs> is 20 grams of carbs and 120 calories. And these cookies are small. <laughs> this is why gluten-free food is not good for you. <laughs> this is also why I don't tend to eat gluten-free cookies. Anyway, we are all over the place this week. It's okay. Sometimes we need those. Unfortunately, the moderator of these conversations does not have a brain today. I am very squirrel. Aww, squirrels are cute. They are, I love squirrels. And we're off topic again. <laughs> yes, we are. Squirrel. Um. <laughs> trying to think of other sustainable, like, crafts. I know there are people who, I like, know. reuse Kool-Aid packets and purses, but... No. Why? Why do I need a purse made out of Capri Sun pouches? I mean, like, sustainability, like, my grandma always had, like, small, like, baby food jars full of buttons and whatnot, and I remember, like, I loved going through this one, and it was all, like, super old antique buttons, and as a kid, I thought, oh, this this one would make a good nose for my doll, or <laughs> whatnot, now I'm like, oh, I wish I had those. <laughs> I have and a... I think that as, like, our stuff, like, falls apart, save the buttons. Yeah. Save all the buttons. So, I happen to have this on top of my desk, which is a mason jar full of buttons. Of buttons. Mason jar of buttons. I don't even know where these came from. I just have a mason jar of buttons. I think they came from a free cycle, like, ten years ago. Like somebody was giving away buttons, and I'm like, I would like to have a whole lot of buttons that I don't actually need. So now I have a whole well, lot of buttons. I actually have more than that because I also have brand new buttons that I use for, um, like, clothing that I crochet or dolls' clothing. <coughs> you could also use them like for like if for game pieces or if you're like a card <laughs> or a dice player, you could use them for like. Or chips for whatever you're betting on instead of like actual real money, you know. So, yeah, there's all sorts of uses for buttons. 
Yep, those just sit up there. I'm not actually sure how they got there. I noticed them like yesterday. That's just kind of how this house works, though. I apologize for coughing over you. My Sunday hole is not supposed to be used until tomorrow. Which I don't know if that's what your grandparents said, but that's what my grandma's always said. That's supposed to use that one until Sunday. Whenever you choke on something. Never heard that one before. Nope. Swallowed down my Sunday hole. <laughs> what other things? Like, I know a lot of people do a lot of, like I said, weird stuff. Like, Capri Sun pouches, which, okay, yeah, maybe. But I consider reusing stuff like that would hold together. I never felt like that kind of stuff would hold together. It's more like just silly. And I feel that there's some people who share stuff out there more for the shock and awe value as opposed to like do this regularly and it works well. Pinterest, Instagram, and YouTube videos. Yeah. Yes. Especially like five minute crafts. I love watching debunking videos on five minute crafts though. Oh my god, I was about to bring them up. That was going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't fact work. That I actually believe that you can do all that stuff. I'm like, oh my god, what is wrong with you people? Yeah. Yes, I get super judgy. Oh, I do too. Like, you can do this with one simple trick. Well, yeah, that trick is called a camera cut. Look at all these things you can do with hot glue. Oh, yeah, no. No, thank you. It's not that I couldn't do them with hot glue. Why would I want to do them with hot glue? It's kind of like I eating off of a toilet seat. One, who has a random toilet seat other than me laying around the house. And two, why would I want to use a toilet seat to eat off of just because, oops, I spilled my food like an idiot. Hey, you could take that toilet seat and, like, make like, hold it up against your face and make it look like you're on a plane going somewhere fabulous. You could. I don't think that actually works either. What are you talking about? Like, I've seen it all over the internet. Right. You can't put stuff on the internet that's not true. Oh, yeah. Totally. Lincoln said so. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, God. Like, people are always like, oh, save all your cardboard boxes. And, like, I see the one where they'll take, like, a diaper box and they'll wrap it in fabric. And then, oh, that's our new, like, toy box organizer. And it looks so cool and pretty. And I'm just like, yeah, no, like, if I'm going to reuse, like, my cardboard boxes from diapers, it's going to be to store stuff. Or it's going to be for firewood. I Fire starter, I should say. Or. Yeah. If I had a garden, it would go down over, like, I'd have it out there right now to prepare my garden for the spring. <laughs> I always... I'm not use it to make a box. Like... Yeah, no. I, I always reuse them to carry things to Goodwill in. Yep. That's an excellent reuse. Because if it's not in a box or a bag, it goes to the by-the-pound Goodwill. Has... Oh, Patrick had a set of building blocks once that was kitty litter boxes. We covered them in um, contact paper. Arm and Hammer kitty litter comes in these, like, triple layer cardboard boxes. 
that are just basically immortal. <laughs> and he had lots of lots of fun making five foot tall towers and then toppling them. <laughs> I never know what to do with used kitty litter boxes because they always have. Uh... Well, I get the plastic tubs, like 35-pound plastic tubs, and they always have that dust on the inside. So, like, anything you put in there is covered in that stuff, no matter how well you clean them. So, I just am a horrible person. I chuck them out. But I can't stand the feel of the cat litter dust on my hands, because I'm super tactile. Mm-hmm. And I really don't like it. No, like, I'm trying to think, like, I mean, right now, like, I'm living out of a small drawer and a couple boxes, because reasons. So I'm just like, huh, what do I do? I'm like, I just use what I have. I don't really reuse, like, I don't have the space to, like, hold on to stuff or find a smart way to reuse it, so. Yeah. Old <laughs> Barbies and making them over. Oh, that's cool. There are a lot of good YouTube videos where they, like, scrub the paint off of them and they repaint the faces. Yeah. And I'm not saying that would be easy to do. I'm just saying those are really cool. <laughs> Xandria likes help that. Hmm? It's pretty smart. I like that idea. Oh, yeah. They make them less, like, overly make-up dolls and more like natural looking at least the ones I've seen I'm sure they I'm sure the spectrum is large I mean there are also people who remake doll disembodied dolls heads into nightlights because I don't know why not I wouldn't want one in my house <laughs> I have lots of doll heads that have spider bodies coming out of the bottom that doesn't surprise she me she lives with Just... from Toy Story <laughs> Because that should exist. Your children, my love, or something else. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Yep. So is mine, who told Daddy tonight after throwing the fit that she threw. He says, love you, Xandria. She goes, love Batsy. He goes, love Batsy, too. She goes, love Rob Zombie. He goes, yes, I love Rob Zombie, too. <laughs> my child ladies and gentlemen the small saxon child alexandria jason's daughter has an obsession with rob zombie i love that that's just so precious it was really cute he came back out laughing and i'm like what and he told me and i'm like that is so cute and then after that fit, I had to sh I had to show him a video of my mentor singing what I call the SGA Go the Fuck to Sleep song. Oh, I think we need links to that. I I will pull up. Yeah. I I will link. That is not what it's called. It's a lullaby. It's just what I call it. Uh, but my mentor linked it to me earlier because I'm like. Could you could you video could you record you doing the uh, the the lullaby song? And he goes, I think it's online. Yeah, and I told him why, and um, he found the link online because somebody else had recorded it and posted it. 
uh, of him doing a performance of it. It's great. It's it's great. Um, so I and since it is a public posting, I will go ahead and share it. Oh yay! <laughs> because it is. He he is a wonderful bard, and it's it's fun to watch him. We could totally do a reaction video to that. Would be fun. If I could ever get my co-hosts to actually show their faces. Sorry, I'm sitting in a dark bedroom. I know you are. Cecily has no such excuse, I say. Um, I'm sitting in my bedroom. I know you are. I'm sitting in my office where I perform Bardic, so. But I have a, I, out of all of us, I have the most professional setup, which is still a very amateur setup. I'm just not on my cell phone. <laughs> Because I can't be on my cell phone. Uh, so, other sustainable things, ideas, or are we short tonight? We can be short tonight. Everybody's uh, been busy. Yeah, I'm... I, I got nothing. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I don't know. Cecily, give me closing thoughts. Um, it's actually way too much fun to look at something and go, ooh, what else could this be? The problem is, it's kind of addictive. I will have to have you send pictures of some of the stuff you've done that to, because it's just too amazing. <laughs> it is, though! I mean, you're always amazed at like, what I what, can do the with dolls and stuff. Yeah, I just I think okay. that's. You think it's amazing I can take string and a hook and make really cool stuff. I think it's amazing that you can repurpose shit because I can just take a string and a hook and follow a pattern. <laughs> what are your closing thoughts, Letty? Don't be afraid to think outside of the box when it comes to stuff, because. That's how you get. That's how you really come up with most creative uses for items, and you may come up with something that really nobody else has ever done before. So good for you. Yep, and mine is sustainability helps you save money. If you make your own rags, you didn't have to buy them. <laughs> and with that, we are the '80s Mom Podcast. You can find us online, but not on any sort of legacy mainstream social media at this point. We are on Odyssey, we are on MeWe, and we are on Float. That is F-L-O-T-E. You can find us at all of those places under 80S Mom Podcast. Our website is 80smompodcast.com, and our email is show at 80smompodcast.com. If you have questions, comments, would like to tell us that you know, real people actually listen to us and not just Russian bots. It would be lovely. This is Ray on behalf of all of us this evening because we have tech gremlins to remind you, you can do this and to have a great week. We'll see you later. <laughs>